0: Life as we know it, with Tom Walton.
1: If you do much driving in the Toledo area, and I'm guessing you might be in your car right now, you are already familiar with a growing trend in highway safety called the roundabout. 20 years ago, we didn't have any around here. Now we have several, and like them or not, more are on the way. Many of us had to be dragged kicking and screaming into the roundabout era. After all, we tend to be most comfortable with the status quo. We see a red light as we approach an intersection, we stop. The light turns green, we go. So simple. But in a roundabout, you don't really stop at all. You do yield to any traffic already in the traffic circle, but basically you cruise along at a normal pace and exit at the desired street. The whole concept sounded counterintuitive, complicated, and dangerous when we were all first introduced to it. Well, guess what? We were wrong. Most highway safety experts say that roundabouts are safer, more efficient, more aesthetically pleasing, less costly, and more environmentally friendly than traditional intersections with traffic signals. They have statistics to back them up. A study done in 2000 of 24 newly constructed roundabouts across the country showed a 76% decrease in injury crashes and an amazing 90% reduction in fatal crashes. The simple explanation? There are fewer conflict points at a roundabout. A typical signaled intersection has 32 points at which traffic can cross paths. A roundabout has just eight. The design and the one-way traffic flow reduce the danger of a head-on collision almost to zero. Plus, with no red light to beat, the risk of a T-bone crash is also minimized. And there's the money part of it. Customary traffic signals can cost up to $10,000 a year to maintain. A roundabout has almost no annual maintenance costs. Despite all that, America has been slow to embrace roundabouts, which have been widely used in Europe for more than 50 years to keep traffic moving. However, the concept may have started right here. In the 1790s, a man named Pierre L'Enfant designed several circular intersections in Washington, D.C., including one that's probably the best known today, DuPont Circle. More than 100 years later, in 1905, New York City built the country's first circular intersection designed for automobile use at Columbus Circle at the southwest corner of Central Park. So far, New York City drivers and cabbies have done just fine in that particular part of midtown Manhattan. Despite that, it would not be until 1990 that the United States got its first modern-day roundabout, Engineers constructed two of them for a planned community in Nevada. Today, in 2018, there are thousands of them across the land. The world's largest roundabout's in Malaysia. It's more than two miles in diameter and has 15 exits. I would think that would confuse the heck out of your GPS. By the way, in case you are curious, and I know you are, somebody actually drove round and round in a roundabout to set a world record. A guy named Orin Sands drove his 1987 Volkswagen around a roundabout in Carmel, Indiana for three and a half hours without stopping. Folks there calculated that Mr. Sands drove in a tight circle, constantly turning left for 65 miles. I was not able to determine in my research if Mr. Sands or his VW Cabriolet were ever the same again.
0: Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org slash life.